Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. So this morning I'd like to really speak from my heart about the sacrament of confession. You know what the most often asked question about confession is? Why do I have to go to a priest and confess my sins? Why can't I just go directly to God? Well, we do go directly to God. We do it all the time. Every Mass, we have the penitential rite. Today we had the sprinkling, but usually we have the penitential rite there. Or you say an act of contrition. Some people say the act of contrition every day. No, we do go directly to God. But why is it still that we have confession, especially for the serious sins? Or all of us are recommended to go often. Why is that? It's in this gospel passage today. John chapter 20, verse 23. When he appears to them, he breathes the Holy Spirit on them. For John, this was the moment of Pentecost. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he says, whose sins you forgive, they're forgiven. Whose sins you retain, they are retained. Now he could have said this. This would make a beautiful verse. Tell the people to pray to my Father in heaven and he will forgive them. It would have been beautiful, but he didn't say that. He said, you forgive them, pointing to his apostles. It was the institution of this sacrament. You see, Jesus did this. He forgave people's sins, person to person. We know some of the stories. Remember the man who was paralyzed? They couldn't get him in because of all the crowds. They took a piece out of the top, And down he came on ropes. I always think about that scene. What was it like when when that man on on the mat was looking Jesus right in the eyes as he came down? And Jesus looks into his soul. And before he heals him, he says to him, your sins are forgiven you. He knew what he needed. Or the woman who shows up at the dinner when Jesus is at the Pharisee's home and she's so overwhelmed with being forgiven, she's crying. The tears are going on Jesus' feet. She's wiping them with her hair. The Pharisee said, how can you let her do that to you? And Jesus tells the Pharisee, it's because of the forgiveness of her sins that she's doing this. She's so filled with love. Or the good thief on the day of crucifixion. For whatever he did, he's being crucified. And he says, just remember me, Lord. And Jesus says to him, you know, it's so uplifting, so hopeful. Today you will be with me in paradise. He forgives him. So Jesus did that through his three years of public ministry. And what he was saying that night after the resurrection is, I don't want that to stop. I want you to keep that going. You know what I think is here? This is from my heart, watching people as they come to confession over almost 40 years now. I think there's a a human need that we have to confess, to get what we've done wrong out somehow. You see this all the time in literature, in movies, in plays, 
It doesn't always happen with a priest, but somewhere along the line, someone's done something and somehow they eventually, they tell somebody. They can't keep it in there. They want to get it out because they want it to be gone. He knew we had that need. He also knew that our hearts need to hear the words of forgiveness. I remember years ago at a rehearsal dinner for a wedding. It was at one of those restaurants downtown. Well, this is what this woman told me at this rehearsal dinner. You know, you asked that question about what should we tell a new couple? I would tell them this. There are times when they need to be able to say and mean from their heart, I'm sorry. And their spouse needs to be able eventually to say and mean from their heart, I forgive you. She said, we weren't able to do that in my marriage or we'd still be married today. The power of forgiveness. You know, I know theologically when I'm here at the altar, that's the pinnacle of what a priest does. Take the bread and the wine Say the words of Jesus, and Jesus becomes present there for us. That's the pinnacle, theologically. When people ask me, what do you like most about being a priest? I talk about confession. Now, I can't talk about any detail at all, you know, because of the sacred seal. The seal of confession is the highest level of confidentiality in the world. We have to die rather than break that seal. Go to jail rather than break that seal. Even if they were bringing us into court. If we broke the seal, we're excommunicated as priests. That's how strong that promise is. But I can tell you this in general. When we have confessions, especially around Easter, around Christmas, a lot of people come in. And you, sometimes you, people come in, sometimes this happens more than once in a night, and I can see on their face how burdened they are. You can read it in their body language. They've been carrying around something for the longest time, and they finally got the courage to come in and do what Jesus wanted, to get it out, confess it. And then we talk about what this means now, how Jesus loves them, how they are forgiven completely. And I can see the burden coming off of them. I can see the hope coming into their face. And I know their life is going to be so different from this moment on. A new life. It's like a resurrection. You know, some of those nights, I'm not kidding. I know this sounds sentimental, but it's the truth. Some of those nights, I get done and I'm like, wow, Lord, if I died tonight, my whole life was worth it for this. I didn't forgive them. Jesus did through me. But because I was there, it could happen. And I witnessed it. What else could I do more, more powerful than that? I mean, if I was a brain surgeon or a heart surgeon, wow, that's a special skill. But that's here. This is eternal life. So let me talk about two objections. As people say, well, it's the same old sins. So what's the use going to confession? I'm going to do the same things again. Well, let me tell you about that. In the old manuals, 
this is going back at least 60, 70 years and before that, they had a phrase for what I'm describing there. They called it the habitual sins. And what they were saying is there is we all got a list like that. We all got a list of habitual sins. Those are ones we're going to be working on the rest of our life. But I think when I go with my list, man, if I wasn't going to confession, these would be getting a lot worse. And Jesus, what he's doing there is he's working on those. He's chiseling at them. He's continuing to support us and encourage us and say, I'll work on these with you. And over time, you may have this feeling too, wow, it's starting to go away a little bit. So that's not really a good objection. It's still important to go. The other one that people say is the objection is, I don't remember how. It's been too long. Well, I looked it up yesterday. You look up on the internet, everything's there. There's a thing on there I saw right at the top, how to go to confession, step by step. You could print that out. I don't mind if you bring that in. (laughs) But you know what? Here's the magic line. This is the magic line. You could come in, if it's been a while, all you gotta do is say, Father, it's been a while. Can you help me? We'll take it from there. We'll do everything for you. Even the act of contrition will do. You, You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So let me close with this. You know, when Jesus dies on the cross, I thought about this, because we say it all the time, Jesus died for your sins. He died for our sins. He died for you. But is he thinking of all of our names when he's up there? Impossible. This is billions and billions of people. He's thinking of the Father. He's thinking of us in a collective sense. Because of confession, Because of what he said to the apostles in this gospel, he makes it personal for all of us. When I'm in there or when you're in there, he's telling you, I did it for you. He found a way to say the words, I died for your sins. And it's very personal. Same thing with the Eucharist, huh? He's wanted to stay, he couldn't stay. He gives us his body and blood so we can have it in our very being. Now, from this perspective, wow, the question shouldn't be, do I have to go to confession? The question should be, when can I go, right? Well, let's pray for that. Dear Lord, help us to realize what a gift you gave us when you told the apostles that night and breathed the Holy Spirit on them and said, whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven. Help us to come closer to this sacrament, the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of growth. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.